Welcome to Outback Travel. This is the podcast for advice and inspiration for planning trips to theme park attractions all around the world. My name is Stu and I've already opened all the doors on my advent calendar. Uh, my name is Matt and this week I fell in love with the Batman roller coaster trade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they are particularly hot. <laughs> well, aren't they just, yeah? Yes, definitely. Obviously, uh, we want, they, that might be coming up later in the show. Stay tuned. <laughs> have, I, have I ruined it now? <laughs> you have, yeah. We should have done a spoiler warning. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Nice That's one. it. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is just about the Batman trains. There's no, no other content. Well, we don't need more content, do we? Just look at how sexy those trains are. Yeah, like there, there is other content, just nothing that special. No, that is definitely the climax of this episode. So uh, <laughs> look look forward to that. <laughs> How have you been, Matt? How, what have you been up to? Yeah, I went to work. I looked at some Batman trains. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How about Matt, you? Well, Matt, I went to Lytopia. I didn't actually. I went to Lytopia two weeks ago, but I'm stretching my content. <laughs> it costs a living crisis. It's talking about being thrifty. <laughs> Why didn't I think of doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I remember it like it was yesterday because I read some notes. <laughs> hit us with it what well i think it? actually i'm not sure i didn't go to Orton towers winter last year but i correct me if i'm wrong and if you know is this the first year they've opened their christmas offering to the general public like you can actually go you don't have to be staying in the hotel to go to the park i want to say it isn't but i'm not 100 sure i feel like they've done it before yeah maybe last year they did it i'm saying this out loud um but Anyway, it's great to see Orton Towers opening. It's obviously what they're clearly doing over the past couple of years. They've been doing uh, lots of seasonal events throughout the year to make it different. So I guess you buy your annual pass and you go lots of times. Back in the old days when me and Matt worked there, it was just open to hotel guests. You had to book a hotel package. It was called a centre sleepover. And that's how you got to go on park. And it was always, I mean, this predates CBBs. It was the farm that was open, and you go and see Santa in the farm. And I did, I did a few winters on the the driving school, and it was so exciting seeing a cut on some of the days where it was kind of not peak peak days. Actually, seeing a customer was really exciting because <laughs> <laughs> it was so quiet, particularly towards the end of the, the end of the day. Was that like the driving school on ice for the winter? <laughs> yeah. So one one year we had it actually where driving school was and then another year we did it in the um hospitality suite tent oh like so it was inside tent. yeah that that was really good but same again people sort of weren't really aware it was there because the majority was over in you know the old farm area yeah um so yeah it was a bit some days are really quiet yeah the driving school is a great little ride it can actually go anywhere uh, you can drive around the park and not that me and my have ever done that <laughs> um, but um, back in my day, they took the driving school on a tour because it was sponsored by Peugeot at the time. And they took the driving school to some kind of motor festival. Um, we've gone off on a driving school tangent. It's a great ride. It's just, it's, it's looking a bit old now. The weird thing is that it's, the driving school is still in Cloud Cookie Land. It's not in uh, World of Walliams. So the driving school exists in a little Cloud Cookie Land bubble. <laughs> Surprised it hasn't been rethemed. How, how did we get to driving school? Was it me? I can't remember. Uh, yes, because oh, you yes. worked at it in yeah. the winter event. <laughs> yeah, that was it. But anywho, in 20, flash <laughs> forward, guys, to 2022, and the Orton Towers is open to the public. You can buy a ticket and go to the winter event. And essentially, it's still quite limited on rides. So you have Spimble Wizard, um, Hex, 
um, World of Williams is open, Mutiny Bay, um, and uh, CBB's land. Is it CBB's land? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, CBB's so. yeah, land. It didn't feel right saying that. <laughs> um, so it was great. It's, it's a good event. I think it's really great to see the park open for more periods of the year, and it's great to see that expand. It's going to be great if we get to the point where Bolton Towers is opening around. It could definitely do it, and obviously they're definitely building some indoor projects at the moment, aren't they, in the pipeline that could help with that um, all-year-round thing, and definitely the entertainment programme makes it a bit different to visit at different points in the year. I think it would be interesting if they do go down that route, because then, of course, they'll have to think about you know, some parks do have certain rides shuttered, certain, you know, for winter, they might have half the rides open. Yeah. But parks that have everything open, at some point, they have to schedule in winter maintenance. Don't we're not, not winter anymore. It could be in summer. Um, yeah. So you'd have to plan that into your trip, wouldn't you? If it's a. Yeah, winter. definitely. Like obviously, Disney famously has the rehab schedule, which um, you can look up on the website and see which rides are going to be closed ahead of time before you visit, in theory, of course. Um, yeah, I think for this year, for me, it, it was just missing like one ride. I mean, obviously, Jules currently having its uh, uh, extreme makeover home edition on the go. So sadly, Jules, um, I wonder if Jules would normally be a part of this kind of lineup. And then you could almost do Runaway Mine Train as well. I think that would help to round it out. Mm. Um, obviously, I mean, Runaway Mine Train as Santa's Runaway Sleigh would be even better if we start <laughs> to overlay the rides for Christmas. I mean, come on, Hexmas is our, is our own goal. <laughs> Let's see the branch falling into the ground in a, a snowy field <laughs> and it's snowing in the oxygen. We want winter hex. Come on. Ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> I'd love to see like the whole story built around the idea that Santa was going to drop off the presents and he crashes into the chain oak. <laughs> so. Well, could the oblivion drop zone be like a chimney and that's <laughs> Santa going down the chimney? <laughs> no, I'm not being serious. But Snowball Wizard, come on. That's an own goal as well. Let's have Snowball Wizard. Well, Wicker Man, Wicker Man's right there as well. That'd be a great ride to open because obviously it bridges that gap between kind of the family rides that are open, obviously, just to sort of a bit more of a thrilling edge. I think it'd be nice to have it was maybe one big ride short of it feeling complete. Obviously, they do have the Lightopia Lantern Trail, which is done by a separate company. It is, I think it's done by Lightopia. So they're charging an additional charge. It's £15 and there's no discount for annual pass holders. So we paid that full £15 and it was a load of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell it to you straight, guys. Don't book it. It's just not great. Um, You start at Mutiny Bay and you walk through Katanga Canyon, then up to Jewel and through the Haunted Hollow and then into the gardens. Um. The bits that all towers have done, you can tell because they're actually good. So there's like a boogie-woogie light show in the gardens to some music, which is interesting. The conservatories have a big glitter balls going on in them that's lighting up all fabulous. But the lanterns are just, it's just like a random assortment of grubby lanterns. They're really filthy. They're dirty as anything. I think they'd at least give them a clean before they inflated them. Why am I looking at a big lantern of some a burger and fries with a smiley face? in front of the gardens cottage in the gardens it doesn't make any sense it's not quite autumn towers although given um retro squad it seems oh, like yeah. everything's to play well. for <laughs> <laughs> oh no it was all yeah <laughs> 
I can't argue with that. It's indefensible. <laughs> I think, unfortunately, we've got one more season of retro squad before, you know, it's replaced with those uh, horrible holes in the park that, you know, should have been filled five years ago. But there you go. Nick Farney's retired now. Maybe the park will get some capex. Um, so <laughs> I just feel, Matt, I don't know, have you ever been to like an illuminated event out and about that's not in a theme park? If you go somewhere, I'm thinking of my mind, somewhere like Kew Gardens Illuminations. It's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Old towns do usually lead the way with things. So for me, it just felt like a bit disconnected, like it wasn't quite the Orton Towers, something telling a story or having a point. It was just the grubby lanterns in front of the Harris fencing. So it was a bit disappointing and definitely not worth 15 quid. Is it um would you say would you say it's just terrible full stop or it's terrible because of the price point of 15 pounds? If it was cheaper, would it be? Uh, if, it was inclu- if it was included in the admission, yeah, yeah I think it'd be, it'd be a bit more forgivable. But even so, then it's like, I, kind of going back to my last point, I kind of feel when Otten Towers do something, it normally is to tell a story and to entertain, and it, this doesn't really have a point. It's just a random collection of lanterns. Obviously, it's the lanterns they had in stock. Like, I'm not quite sure why there's a Loch Ness monster on the lawns in front of the towers, but there you go. Obviously, it's one they had in stock. Um quite glad I gave that one a miss yeah <laughs> that's definitely a skip it we're skipping something guys stop <laughs> the press <laughs> don't spend your money but go to Orton Towers support Orton Towers in the winter because the event is lovely it's great to see some rides open the Christmas market is fantastic got a lovely little atmosphere on the lawns definitely recommend that we make this podcast for you so if you have any theme park trip questions or need advice please do contact us for our socials you can get in touch out and back travel on facebook instagram and youtube get involved <laughs> get involved get involved the way off the tracks gets involved with removing watermarks from towers times images uh-huh. can we talk about the news matt yes Woo. please lots happening in the news lots happening in spain mm, yes Yes, there is. Should we talk about Port Aventura? Ah, yeah, okay. I mean, Port Aventura is still very exciting. It's just not that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, obviously, Port Aventura announced Uncharted um, based on the films as well as the the game, but leading into the film um, kind of franchise at the moment. So it's obviously an indoor multi-dimension coaster from Intamin Rides so this will be I guess a bit like Gringotts or Revenge of the Mummy if you've been on a big exciting special effects indoor roller coaster this is the kind of thing that Port Aventura got lined up. Yeah I saw um, the video they uploaded the other day was really good wasn't it you got a real real good insight into what was going on in the building. Uh, Yeah Um, the building is absolutely huge I think it's a bit deceiving. When I went in summer um july i think i walked because we were staying in one of the world west themed hotels so we walked past that where they're building it to get into the park and i remember seeing it on the right and i didn't know what it was but i had i just not thought about the fact it'd be a new coaster because the area to me looked quite small yeah i'm quite surprised actually i think that when you see the track pieces in the building and stuff it just brings home how big this is it is huge and obviously when you see the pictures of the building now from the far west area it's charge yeah i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> <laughs> do you think it'll fit in okay with the 
the rest of the roads in that area. No, it looks a complete bloody eyesore, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they make it look good, because obviously, realistically, I mean, the Wild West area is fairly old hat when it comes to theme parks, but I think the Port Aventura one was probably the best Wild West themed area of any theme park in the world, I think, hands down. I'm not sure many people would disagree with that statement. I mean, it was absolutely beautifully themed. And there's a great bloody building in the corner of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. Because it's sort of in two halves, isn't it? Between the kind of log flume end, isn't it? And the, yeah. the what what would have been Dynamo and the Dodgems and then the other side. <laughs> yeah, me and Matt refer to all the rides as the Ron Towers names. <laughs> <laughs> the breakdowns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy barrels, old, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And then they've got two sets of dodgems, haven't they? Yeah, the buffalo um, dodgems. Then you cross the bridge into the other section, which obviously culminates in Stampede. And obviously this new ride will be at the the end of it, behind the Wild West Stunt Arena. Yeah. And the carousel. And what what's the other one? Pass it, you know, where, the, where there's the vulture. And then there's another flat right there, isn't there? Yes, it's a Huss Flipper. Um, I've got no idea what it's called. It's never open when I've been. The next up there, we have a new roller coaster coming to Wiener Prata in Vienna. The Wiener Leaping will be opening next year again. So exciting. Another new ride for 2023 sneakily popping up. Um, Wiener Leaping is going to be a Mac Rides Big Dipper. So if you've done Lost Gravity at Wallaby Holland, We'll know exactly what type of ride this is. It's like their kind of wacky looping wild mouse. Have you seen anything about this ride, Matt? Uh, no, not particularly. But I, I must admit, anything that's a Matt Big Dipper, I'd like to like to go out and see because I'm still yet to do one. Yeah, it's exciting because Prata obviously is largely travelling rides, so there aren't many permanent rides there. So obviously, this one will be permanently installed. So it's kind of good, really, that they're getting a signature roller coaster. Um, I did Prata in 2021, um, last year. <laughs> it was like a, a while ago. And uh, yeah, obviously, they just opened the Gazette Gazelle, which is their uh, custom Gersla bobsled coaster, which again is a permanent ride. So it's interesting that they kind of seem to be installing permanent rides there. It's becoming less fun fairy and more permanent, which might be an interesting direction for them yeah that isn't that sort of the route that backen went down isn't it yeah exactly yeah definitely so it's interesting we've seen that in backen and just like backen prata as well all the rides are owned by individual owners and operated separately but unfortunately unlike backen um prata doesn't have a pay one price wristband yet come on please because it is (laughs) bankrupting to try and do prata (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a rumour that the um, the new coaster will actually have a backwards-facing row. Ooh, okay. So that could be interesting on a Big Dipper. Yeah. Have you done a Big Dipper before? Yes, I've done Lost Gravity, and it's absolutely beautiful. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does get complaints that it can be shaky or rattly, but for whatever reason on my day... I was lucky enough to get the trains that had the circle wheels, not the square wheels. <laughs> so it must have been a special occasion. So I didn't find it shaky at all. And I rode on the wing seats on the front and back and on both sides. Um, I really liked it. It was really struggling to decide whether it was actually what was the best ride in the park. Was it Lost Gravity or was it Untamed? It's quite a 
it's, it's a narrow margin. They're both really good. I mean, the ejector airtime on Lost Gravity is absolutely bananas because <laughs> it drops obviously off the lift hill, which is a really fast lift hill anyway, into the smallest kind of airtime hill. So <laughs> it just your organs are like up in the sky. It ejects you so much. So it's a pretty funky ride. I'm pretty excited to see what um, Europa Park do with their one as well. Yeah, definitely. I think that might be delayed until 2024. Um, but obviously they are also getting a Big Dipper coaster, so it'll be interesting to to see more of the Big Dippers popping up out there in the world. Obviously, we just uh, discussed that the Wiener Looping might have an upcharge backwards-facing car. Also opening this week, so the Leviathan opened at SeaWorld in Australia, a brand-new Gravity Group wooden coaster which also has an upcharged backwards car. Now, there's so much going on this week. So we're going to park this one until next week. So we want to know, what do you feel about upcharge rows on roller coasters? Do you think uh, more parks will be adding upcharge rows in the future? Or do you think it's a fad that's quickly fading? Let us know what you think, <laughs> basically. <laughs> what do you think, Matt, about upcharge cars? It's the new VR. It'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it's it's a tough one for me because I probably wouldn't. I I mean I'd I'd possibly do, and so maybe if it was a bit cheaper. But um, the only I remember doing swarm backwards back in the day, and that made me feel violently sick. So I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not a good judge at this because I probably wouldn't pay for it anyway. But yeah, swarm I, backwards was was interesting. Again, it was nice that that was free back in the day. Again, I guess it gave them a second year of having something new on Swarm. Say, hey, we've got a new ride. And obviously they just turned the back row around. I think Six Flags did a, a run of turning the Batman coasters around backwards. I bet that's absolutely insane to do a Batman <laughs> backwards. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. If you did the Batman backwards, let us know. How Are your organs still intact? <laughs> <laughs> so Park Warner dropped a rather sexy picture in front of their train for their new roller coaster which will open in 2023 batman gotham city escape matt thoughts where to start <laughs> I, I, i'm trying to play this down without sounding like the biggest geek ever but uh, <laughs> the train the trains are very very cool but you've got to take into account they haven't got seats on in that photo <laughs> i think the uh, the design of them looks really slick and really really smart um it's not particularly sort of gimmicky from what you can see um, so yeah, I think they're really cool. This roller coaster looks absolutely crazy. It's the shape of the track is something we haven't seen before. It's been really good uh, watching this roller coaster go up over the summer because we know nothing about it. The layout's not been released properly. So it's really, really great that we've got all these little roller coaster projects popping up that we know nothing about. It's brilliant. I'm really excited to see this park get a new roller coaster. They've been waiting over 20 years for one. And I think it might be worth the wait. Yeah, it, it does look incredible. The layout looks really exciting. The, the second half, well, after the second launch is quite short. Um but there's so much packed into the first section, I think it won't matter. It's definitely packing. <laughs> so obviously, we know rides like Taron Velocicoaster have gone down so well in the past couple of years when they so open. So I imagine this is going to be a real hit for Park Warner. I don't want I don't like overhyping rides, you know. My if you watch the YouTube channel, you know 
I'm all about managing those expectations, but my expectations are not winning for this. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> do, as, as someone that's been on Velocicoaster, do you think it's got a chance of taking that spot? Oh, it'd be a much cheaper plane ride if it does. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully, yes. <laughs> and we also have, I think, two Tays, um, which is opening at Park Asterix, is probably going to be the best one of the two. But I'm not writing this off because obviously this one's doing some much funkier kind of track maneuvers. I think it's going to be great. The um, the coaster at Park Asterix, that's, um, I remember it must have been months ago now, I've seen, seen the photo that came out of that crazy looking, is it is it an inversion or just a serious overbank yeah the cutback um yeah out of the um well from the first launch into that it's the first kind of thing it launches into yeah that's um yeah roller coasters are getting a bit funky these days aren't they <laughs> yeah it looks like something that's been made by accident on planet coaster <laughs> but hey it works <laughs> yeah it's exciting i can't wait for it we've got rmc to blame for this haven't they they've obviously made everyone go towards doing kind of crazier being on your side and stuff yeah god bless them <laughs> <laughs> but the internet slightly noticed that park warner released this image and uh, there were some quite extreme reactions to it i promise i wasn't one of them <laughs> people were getting rather hot under the collar there was a lot of lusty comments about how beautiful sexy cute and just erotic those images were and how Park Warner probably should have put a not safe for work tag on them <laughs> of course me and Matt read all the comments on their social channels we've collected our favorite thirsty comments together and we've put them together in a little montage which we'd like to perform for you now which we are calling I've got like some, something that, like but I can't put the words right like an idea that almost like you're embarrassed because you're aroused and like you're making an excuse like oh it's just other sexy intimate <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like, but like how'd you do it I don't know. embarrassing intimate erections madrid edition <laughs> yes yes that's it that's the one how wonderful when i fell in love oh what a beautiful thing oh boy oh boy WTF, so cute. Damn. I just fell in love again. Woof, brutal. Please turn on the lights every night. I don't even know how to feel. But I know it's wonderful. I want to ride now. Oh my god, what a beautiful thing. Holy fuck, that's clean. Wow, I need to get on this thing. I got so touched. And wet. Dot dot dot. I shit in the sea. How beautiful they are. 
we're still looking at theme parks that are open in the winter season to get your fix of adrenaline. This week, Groenland in Stockholm is the subject of our trip it or skip it. Groenland are having their first ever winter opening, which is exciting times. But should you go this year or should you wait for the summer? So Matt, I sent you the, the list of rides. Have you got that up to look at? Giggity. Hang yeah. on. I have had a brief goosey gander, but yes, I'm prepared. <laughs> so we do have a couple of coasters open. So we've got Monster, their new B&M inverted coaster, and Jetline, the Schwarzkopf crazy thing. <laughs> uh, the Wild Mouse coaster, a really great Wild Mouse coaster, and the suspended coaster. So what the coasters that you're missing would be um, insane, the Interman Zack Spin is not open, and Twister, the Gravity Wooden Coaster, is not open. So those are the two main um, roller coasters that are closed. We've got a handful of rides open, so the drop towers are all closed, but you do have their breakdowns, the vintage cars, and the Wave Swinger and the Polyp, and the Ghost Train's open too. So kind of a limited offering. What do you think, Matt? Is it worth it going? You've not been to Groenland have you say no I haven't um I would say based on this list there's dependent on price and ease of getting there um it looks like a good range of stuff to keep keep it exciting Monster does look very good and I do really like Jetline and, and Vildermusen is a really great um bobsled coaster it has so much airtime so there's there's three quite chunky roller coasters there to get your teeth into the breakdance is also fantastic and the ghost train's great so there is quite a, a lot to do but not the full park obviously because of that the admission price is reduced slightly so you're only looking around 32 pounds um it's from just under 400 kroner for the cheaper days there are some more expensive days where it goes up to 450 kroner the groenland now operates in sessions so you have the 11 till 4 session it then closes for an hour and then it opens 5 till 10. So this is a kind of holdover from the pandemic in Sweden where they now operate on half-day sessions. So um, I have actually priced the following trip to do both sessions. Five hours probably be quite tight, even with this limited amount of rides. You probably want to maybe think about a second session because I think you might leave feeling a bit short-changed just doing the one. Uh, let's have a look. So the flight price is coming out at £78. The transfer, so the train from the airport to the city is £46 return. I should say as well, the air, the train from the airport um, takes just 18 minutes, so it's not bad at all. At the hotel, I've got the Comfort Express at the train station is £26.50. As always, my trips are based on two sharing. And the two sessions at the park come in at £62. All in all, it comes to £212.50 per person. This is based on Wednesday the 4th to Thursday the 5th of January 2023. It's a bit more expensive than the Copenhagen one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, given the choice of the two. Yeah, what do you think, Matt? Trip it or skip it? I might have to put in the first skip it of the, uh, the series yeah. here. I think I'm going to have to agree with you. It's a skip it for me as well. Um, Groenland is a fantastic park. I'm not suggesting you should avoid it at all. Um, I think you go in the summer when everything's available because there's so many great rides there. The Fun House in particular is absolutely amazing. And obviously it's sadly closed for this event. Stockholm, sweet. It's not a cheap place to get to. The flights are always expensive. 
the train to the airport is much more expensive. And we had the, the Copenhagen train on the, the podcast a couple of weeks back, and obviously it was much more affordable. I think when you've got other options at the table, like we've already discussed, we'd have the trip to Tivoli um, in Copenhagen or Engilandia, much more affordable. And I think much better value for money with what the rides that are on offer. I just think there's, again, there's just not quite, I get that it's their first year. And obviously if you're local to Sweden, it might be easier to pop in. But for us, obviously we'd have to fly across. So I'm not quite sure there's enough. Uh, no, no, I, th- I think it's it's a skip it. It's, it'd be a shame to go. It'd be a shame to go and not, especially for you, if it's your first trip there, like it would be for me um, to go and, and miss out on some of the great stuff they've, they've got there, as you say. Yeah, if you've been to Groenland before, it might not be so bad. And obviously for me personally, it's quite tempting because I've not been a monster yet. Monster looks very good. So to get the opportunity to go a monster is, you know, I'm only just in the skip it territory on my needle of triple or skip it because it's a needle. It's like a pressure gauge, like a, <laughs> an old brass fitment on a boiler. <laughs> <laughs> so we're only just ticking into the into the, the skip it. But um, monster definitely definitely tempting let us know at home what you think would you trip it or skip it well Matt, i think that about wraps up our journey this week thank you very much for joining me as always thank you very much it's been a pleasure do you have anything else to add any words of wisdom any inspirational quotes uh if you haven't looked at the batman train yet go and have a look and that's it yeah but make sure you're alone in the house Make sure everyone else has gone out. Pull the blinds down on the window. Get yourself a towel. And just have a moment. <laughs> have a moment alone with the Batman train. See you all next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. And until then, stay safe on the way out and back. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Bye. Stop looking at that Batman train. You'll go blind. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> nice.